Hey everybody, it's Nora, and I'm coming on today because um, I had some questions about what to do for healthy gut or get gut health. So uh, I wanted to share with you the three things that I do that um, I've used over the course of, well, so a couple of them, a couple of years, um, that really have helped me have a healthy gut. Uh, at one point I had had antibiotics, three different rounds of antibiotics in the course of six weeks, eight weeks, something like that. And I had trashed my, uh, my gut um, uh, bacteria balance. And um, I went through lots of problems. I had indigestion, I had um, intermittent, uh, uh, um, there's lots of, things coming up, sorry, intermittent, um, uh, loose and not loose and all of these other things. And um, I finally uh, worked through um, what has helped me. So I'm gonna start with the first one. This one is, so we all hear about probiotics and probiotics are good and um, how they are important for gut health. And um, let me back up by saying um, gut health is, is one of those key things to help you live a healthy lifestyle, help you be healthy on the inside, uh, not only physically, but there seems to be some uh, research that ties in um, a healthy gut with healthy emotions, healthy uh, mental status. And the reason for that is if you think about the gut as being um, a tube like a um, like a dryer vent. That's the idea that comes to mind to me today. You know, the tubing that you connect out for your dryer and all those little waves in there. Um, it, it starts at the lips and it goes all the way down to the other end. So it's basically the outside of your body, like a donut hole. Okay, so it's, it's just like the skin, but it's on the inside. And you've got to keep it healthy because that's your barrier between everything that you take in and the inside of your body where you can have reactions and things like that. So the, you'd hear about the gut microbiome. And so what that means is that's actually um, the little organisms that live on the surface of your gut. Um, so the lining of the intestines, depending on where you are, most of it is like little fingers, like a, a velvety lining, if you look really, really close. Um, that's where those bacteria live, uh, and you want to keep them in balance. Different ones are in balance at different portions along the way. So the first thing, um, after you have antibiotics, um, you hear about having a probiotic, you hear about having uh, yogurt. Um, you gotta be careful with yogurt because number one, it can outdate fairly quickly. You want live uh, cultures and also, uh, a lot of people are sensitive to the dairy and so the dairy can actually make things worse for you, um, creating more of a reaction on the surface of your gut. The other thing about uh, yogurt is that most of the commercially available yogurts have tons and tons and tons of sugar. And so the funny thing about that is a lot of the negative bacteria like to eat sugar and so they ferment it and then you get gas and bloating and all of this other stuff. Anyway, that's a topic for a different story. So the first thing on my list is this thing called Inner Eco. 
I realize it's backwards, but I'll tell you what it is. So this is um, a fermented coconut water. It has no added sugar in it. It has lots of active yogurt cultures or uh, bacterial cultures. Um, I will tell you the first time I tried this, uh, it took one tablespoon, which is all you take in a day. And my gut felt better after one dose, okay? After three doses, and this was after having three rounds of antibiotics, really strong antibiotics, um, my belly was so much better. So this is what it looks like. It's kind of a funny thing, kind of a milky white. It has a little bit of a vinegar uh, scent and flavor to it because it is fermented. So if you've had sauerkraut, if you've had kombucha, if you've had um, raw apple cider vinegar, all of those have active cultures unless they've been pasteurized. So this is what you wanna do. So just one swig, drink it down. I actually really like it. It helps me feel better. Okay, um, so the next thing that I'm gonna show you is um, tea. I get indigestion on a regular basis when I'm not following a healthy diet. So this one is ginger tea. It has no sugar in it. It is dried ginger, ginger root. You can make your own if you wanna buy ginger root at the grocery store and grate it up and then steep it in hot water. Uh, and that's good. I have one of these every morning before I have anything other than water. So I wake up, I have a big glass of water, start flushing things through because I've not had anything to drink for about six to eight hours. And then I have a cup of ginger tea because it starts my day well. It helps to get things moving. It settles my stomach. And um, I, I even have one of these. If I um, overeat mm, less than I used to, but if I have too much to eat or I've got something that's sitting kind of funny, I've got indigestion, I've got some heartburn, I've got some reflux going on, I'll have a cup of this and um, it really makes a difference. You gotta be careful though, because some of the ginger teas actually have sugar in them or honey in them, and you don't want the sweetener. Um, at least I don't. You know, I choose to not have sugar in my diet because um, I found that it's, it's very addictive for me. Anyway, so the third thing that I can teach you about gut health is um, in addition to to cutting out the things that are not healthy, right, is to get more of the good stuff. So what good stuff are you looking for? You wanna support a healthy gut. You wanna support your healthy gut biome. And by doing that, you're looking to add nutrients um, for that biome and for yourself, including lots and lots of greens, fresh greens, uh, and the variety of fresh greens. So I'm gonna show you my uh, go-to greens recipe okay <clears throat> so what i've got i'm gonna move this just a little bit um and hopefully you can see here we go uh what i've got is avocado let's move you just a little bit more there okay and um i'm gonna talk while i do this so avocados are good they've got a variety of different fibers in them and it's a good one and uh, soluble and insoluble when you're looking for fiber you're looking for both types one the insoluble is bulk uh, and that helps keep 
things moving through. Your gut has to, your gut is a muscular tube and um, it, it has waves, you know, as, as it moves things through. And so you need that to help cleanse things and keep things moving on through. Um, the other thing that you're looking for is uh, soluble fiber. And soluble fiber, soluble meaning it uh, is, is something that's sort of dissolved in water, but it's not really dissolved. It's the one that attracts water. Be very careful when you're taking the pit out of your avocado. Um, I've seen so many people get cut as their knife slips and um, then they cut themselves and well, that's not a good thing. Uh, so in uh, soluble fiber, you want that because it helps to absorb some of the water. It helps also to create bulk, but um, it, that's what the, the gut bacteria actually like. And so um, fiber is cellulose. So what's cellulose? Cellulose is plants. Okay, so we're looking for uh, a, really a, to increase your amount of plants. Even if you're vegan, and I was vegan for quite a while. Um, as a vegan, you tend to be, most vegans tend to be pretty carb heavy. And carbs are sugars, right? And sugars are fermented by, all of this is going into my blender. <clears throat> are fermented by the bacteria. And as they ferment, then um, they can cause gas and bloating and all of that. So now, I've got celery. I've already chopped up um, two stalks, and I'll put those in. I've got three more stalks, so one avocado, three stalks of celery, and I'm gonna chop these. Uh, and so, insoluble fiber, soluble fiber, and then you're looking for greens. Greens have chlorophyll, greens um, get them fresh, and they've got all of these nutrients and micronutrients in them, vitamins and uh, minerals and lots and lots of good things. All of these go into the blender. Um, let's see, what else? Cucumber. Some people are sensitive to the cucumber. It can cause uh, indigestion and burps. Um, and you just have to figure out if that's you or not. The thing about cucumber is that it is, it's like, a, it's a melon, right? It's in the melon family. Um, so it has a high water content. Uh, anything that you're doing, you, especially with greens, as long as they're fresh, um, all of this stuff that I'm putting in has a high water content. The avocado has a high fat content. Um, all of, these are all plants, they all have a, uh, I mean, cellulose, right? So um, five to six inches of cucumber. I left, this is a hothouse cucumber, so it's got a really thin skin on it. And it, uh, I just rinse it and chop it up. I leave the skin on. Um, the skin is where a lot of the fiber is. Okay, so then the next thing is the leafy greens. Today I've got spinach. If you go back and you start looking at um, uh, traditional hunter-gatherer societies, so uh, start researching what a paleo-type diet would be. Um, over the course of a year, so they eat seasonally, they eat whatever's available, 
they will eat up to 200 uh, different plant species in a, over the course of a year, right? So when you're choosing your greens for this, you wanna choose a variety of greens and cycle through them. So I've got spinach right now. I'm gonna put in three big handfuls. Sometimes I put in kale. I actually like using the frozen kale because I don't have to worry about it going bad. Uh, it breaks it down a little bit more. Um, spinach is a go-to. It, it whizzes up really nicely in the blender and um, creates kind of a, uh, a really smooth consistency, a texture to it. I've used arugula, I've used mixed baby greens, I've used uh, Swiss chard, um, whatever's around. I've even put in watercress. Um, you can do lots of different stuff. I've got one cup of filtered water. That's gonna go into. Now, what this is, is a giant salad. This is gonna end up being two servings for me. So I'll have one this morning and then I'll have one uh, at about lunchtime or as my lunch. What it does is it gets the good stuff in first. And then it makes me crave sugars, it makes me crave carbs, it makes me crave uh, even coffee less than I used to. And that's a good thing because I know I'm getting my nutrients, I know I'm getting my fiber, I know that my body is healthy, I'm getting healthy fats. Um, and in the course of all of that, I'm also getting a lot of water. So this is sustained hydration over the course of time, right? So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna whiz this up. I just heard my clock bong, which means that I'm a little bit uh, behind schedule today. I'm gonna whiz it up. I will put a, uh, a picture of it below. You can blend it. It's not sweet. Uh, I like it that way. I usually add a little bit of salt. Sometimes if I'm feeling like, because I run a, uh, a keto diet, um, so I'm, uh, fat-based for most of my um, calories. I'll add some coconut oil to the top of it. Uh, and I like, I eat it out of a bowl with a spoon because I like that, um, let's see, pudding type consistency. If you don't like that, add more water. That'll thin it down. Make sure you shake it up, mix it up, then you drink it down that way. Start with uh, one serving a day. So what's one serving? If you don't eat vegetables, try for eight ounces. Okay, so one cup. If you eat a lot of vegetables, try for two servings or three servings. Okay, so a serving to me is six to eight ounces. If you're a little person like I am, go for a smaller size. If you're a bigger person, go for a bigger size. Okay, same thing goes for water. And um, I'd love to hear what you think about all of this. Let me know, drop a, um, a comment in the comment section below. If you know somebody that needs to hear this or you think that they would benefit from it, please share the video. And um, I look forward to hear, hearing from you. I'll talk to you next time, bye.